Welcome back to Fit Facts. Today we are talking about six actions you need to crush the last four months of 2021. If you're like the majority of people, if you came into year 2021 with New Year resolutions, you probably, no offense or anything, you probably have not achieved your goals if you even set goals. And so today I want to talk about as we literally have 17 weeks left until the end of the year and then we're getting ready for 2022 i want to talk about how you can make these last four months literally the best months of 2021 despite any failures in the past despite giving up on your goals in the past you can still create your own success and so i want to talk about six actions that really stood out to me whenever thinking about how can we make these last four months the best months of 2021 So starting with number one, and you probably could have guessed this, but I am going to highly encourage you to set goals. Know what you want to achieve. I did a mini series on this a few weeks ago, talking about the four steps that you need to take to achieve any goal. So I highly recommend going and checking those out. All four, maybe five episodes are extremely short, sweet to the point, but helping you gain clarity around what you want. And so even if you feel like you're not sure what's next, because something that held me back in goal setting for the longest time was well, I mean, I can't control the future. I can't determine my five-year plan or my five-year goal because who knows what's going to happen in two years. Life happens. And it especially applied to me whenever I went to college to be a high school math teacher and I taught for a year and a half and I no longer taught anymore. I quit to pursue my passion for health and fitness, right? it? Like, I mean, yeah, I did quit, but I left the teaching field to pursue my passion for health and fitness. And that's what led me where I am today. If you would have asked me this five years ago, I would have had no idea this was on my radar. But despite in the past feeling like, well, you never know really what's going to happen. I now realize the importance of setting goals because if you talk about wanting to improve and things you want to do, but you never set a goal to achieve that and to accomplish that, you're getting nowhere fast. So I highly encourage you to pick your brain around what you want to achieve, write it down so that you can visually see it, and then that will help you focus on your goal because what you focus on you will do. You will gravitate towards taking those actions to make your goals actually happen. Number two, focus on building a routine. You've probably gone without a routine for way too long now. With COVID happening, we're in the office for work, you're at your home for work, your kids are in school, your kids are on summer break, their schedule's getting thrown off, and routine is just completely out of whack. So there's no doubt that your routine can be interrupted by outside factors. But one thing that I want to maybe shift your perspective around is thinking about focusing on setting standards. This is something that Blake and myself do just because our schedule from a week to week, we don't have set office hours. Everything is very flexible in our scheduling, but it's up to us to set those boundaries and to set standards. So for example, we have had our kitchen remodel going on for the past week and a half, almost two weeks at this point, and our routine is completely thrown off. So we don't have a kitchen to make our meals. We eat majority of our meals from home. So while it can be really easy to just say, screw it, we're going to eat out all the time, every single meal for convenience or whatever, we've had to focus on 
it's not even really a routine at this point. We just have to, we're right now we're still in the learning stage, but our standard, okay, we have set the standard for ourselves that we eat out no more than three times per week. We have health goals in check. We also just have finances in check, not wanting to just waste money and blow money, especially when we are investing so much money into our kitchen. And so while we're not being penny pinchers, we're just being aware of our finances. So that is an example of how to have a standard around your routine without having a set routine. I hope that makes sense. So overall, controlling what you can control. A standard over schedule type example that we use for Health Excel Academy members and that I use for myself as well is thinking about your workouts. Okay, some people think, well, if I miss Monday's workout, then I just failed and I screwed it up and I'll still go Wednesday and Friday. But I love the idea of saying and committing to three workouts per week. I look at my week from Monday to Sunday. So I don't care if it's Sunday at 7 p.m. or Sunday at 8 p.m. If I'm getting my third or my fourth workout in, whatever my standard is for that week, then I have succeeded. And you can do that as well. The third action that you need to finish out this year strong and as best as possible, get your health in check. If you're listening to this podcast, Fit Facts, you likely have health and fitness goals, okay? You likely do, even if you don't know exactly what they are. Maybe you're the person that is just always on a diet because you always need to lose 10 to 15 pounds. If you've been saying that for more than six months and you have not lost 10 pounds and kept it off, it's time to find a new strategy. But anyways, you've had these goals all year, whether you set New Year's resolutions or whatever you wanted to call it coming into the new year, new year, new you, all those fun things, all of a sudden, Life started happening, Valentine's Day happened, St. Patrick's Day happened, Memorial Day happened, Cinco de Mayo happened, Fourth of July happened. It's never ending. So if you're struggling now, how do you think the holiday season is going to go? Hopefully not restricting and binging again, maybe like in years past. And also, this is something else that stood out to me around the get your health in check. So right now, you could be using the excuse of the weather. It's too hot. It's too hot to get outside and go on a walk. I get it. So Blake and I, well, I mainly joke about this and Blake likes to point it out that there is a difference between heat, like the temperature, and hot heat. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and almost anywhere in South Carolina, depending on where you are, I'm sure, just in the U.S. or all over the world. We have people all over the world that listen to this. So thanks to everyone for all of your support. That's super cool to just look at the map and see dots everywhere. But anyways, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, we have this thing that I call hot heat. Let me explain. It's whenever you're walking outside and the temperature tells you that it's 88, but it feels like 100, okay? So the temperature is 88, but is it is hot heat when it feels like much more than it actually is. Before that, before the hotness happened, it was, well, when daylight savings comes, then I'll have more time to get outside. It'll be daylight longer, and then I can go outside because it'll be later in the day, and I'll, it'll give me more time. And now, if you don't get on it now, it's soon to be too cold. It's too cold to go on a walk. It's too cold to get ready and go out and go to the gym. Okay, you get the point. You're making excuses. So get your health in check if you truly care about these goals that you say that you have. Number four, 
Start your day with an affirmation or a mantra or whatever you want to call this. For some of you, it may be a prayer. Whatever helps you set your mindset for the day. So asking yourself, what mindset will you choose for the day? Because guess what? You do have a choice. Positive thinking helps us manage our stress and improve our health. And another favorite thing of mine is starting my day with gratitude. I'm not saying that this was my self-discovery. It is a very well-known thing. Starting your day with gratitude really helps you set your tone for the day, meaning that you're not going to be as stressed, meaning that you're not going to be as anxious throughout the day. So I highly encourage putting that on your list of things to do inside of your morning routine. And while we're on this little roll here of get your health in check and start your day on the right path with an affirmation or a mantra, it really starts the night before. So number five is get enough sleep. I get it. I used to be one of those people that thought like, oh no, I'll be fine on four, five, you know, six hours on a good night. I'll be fine with as very little sleep as I possibly even think that I need because, I don't know, maybe I'm superhuman or something, but that was what I thought in the moment, and I wondered, why am I tired all the time? Why do I have that 2 p.m., 3 p.m. crash in the middle of the day? Why can I not focus on tasks that I have? Why am I so irritable? Why am I so just affected by everything else around me, and it's because I was not sleeping enough. So minimum seven hours. If you can get more, get more. I know plenty of people out there that are like, I have to have nine hours of sleep, and I'm like, more power to you. That's amazing that you know that about your body. Because a lack of sleep can affect our judgment, our mood, our ability to retain information. It's definitely going to affect our productivity and just how we go about our day and how we show up for other people and get things done. You get the point? So chronic sleep over the long term, chronic sleep deprivation can lead to obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and even early death. Okay, so not to take like a deep dark turn for that, but I think you see the importance here of getting enough sleep. And number six, just to end on a fun note, if you haven't already, start saving for Christmas. So a lot of you, hopefully you have your finances in check. You maybe went into the year. I remember seeing people January, February, even into March, maybe that was their New Year's resolution of saving for Christmas. I'm not sure, but I remember seeing people on Facebook talking about starting their Christmas fund, you know, and encouraging others to do the same. Blake and I personally just choose to take out certain savings for just kind of like people and stuff like that all throughout the year regardless and towards the end of the year we are new to this in our marriage and stuff but our plan is to start saving and to we were looking at depending on the amount depending on people that you want to buy for and get to buy for and stuff like that $20 per week over the next 16 weeks because I believe it's 16 weeks until Christmas um That will put you right at $320. You can do the math, just times it by 16. But $50 a week times 16 is going to be $800. So clearly, looking at what your needs are, what you already have saved up, maybe, maybe not. Okay, you get the point. So overall, number one, we have set goals. Number two, focus on building a routine. Number three, get your health in check. Number four, Start your day with an affirmation or a mantra. Number five, get enough sleep. And number six, if you haven't already, start saving for Christmas. 
Will you choose to take action towards your goals and create momentum going into 2022? Because there are 17 weeks left in the year of 2021. Or will you just sit back and let your days and your weeks control you, which will leave you wishing you would have started sooner? It really is all up to you. It's about how you determine your goals, how you set your goals, how you choose to chase after them, or simply not. This success can be yours, and I feel like some cheesy, like motivational person right now, but it is all so true. I just want to see you all excelling in all areas of life, and if you have enjoyed today's episode, I would like to ask you to share with a friend in need that you want to excel in their life as well, but have an awesome day.